Hello, everyone. Thanks for joining us today on Editors Knows, Editor Knows Best. My name is Katyra Poland. I am the CEO of Love for Words, which is an editing boutique. And I'm also the creator and hostess of Editor Knows Best, where we discuss different writing and editing topics that pertain to writers and authors. And today we have a special guest with us. She is an author, columnist, social science researcher, music student, and she's pursuing her master's in business at this time. Um, her columns have been published in national and international media, including the Journal of Hospitality Application and Research. Her short stories uh, focus on the issues that teenagers face today and also motivate children to be positive. Her fantasy tales empower young girls and boys to be strong, optimistic, and confident. She believes books are the only way to sustain children's innocence. Her stories are full of humor, wit, and insight. Her short stories champion hard work, perseverance, honesty, and compassion. The books have age-old and contemporary wisdom that resonates with children and adults alike. Welcome, Ms. Harsha Shilam. It's an honor to have you on the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me on your show. Great, thanks. So we will go ahead and jump right in. Can you just tell us what motivates you to write or what inspires you to write? Um, when I started off, uh, when I discovered that I could write, uh, it was pretty bad. So my mother discovered that uh, I was writing pretty badly and she was horrified on seeing certain essays that I used to write and uh, being so mortified she got me a bundle of stories to read and improve on my English and she's like no this is not happening mm -hmm. and uh, you need to get better at it and when I started reading more and more and I guess I picked up that language that I was uh, so lagging behind on and uh, I guess I developed that creative thinking that I could put across in my, uh, you know, whatever that I was writing. And then my essays day by day started getting better. And uh, I think with that, uh, my writing journey began. And then I took it more passionately, I guess, from a literature viewpoint, I took it more passionately and I started seeing something new in it. And I started writing things which probably were not existing, something which could be questionable, something out of curiosity. So I guess that just drove me closer to writing, uh, gave me a new perspective and allowed me to put down the thoughts that I had, but uh, never had the, uh, the bravery to put down on a piece of paper. So I guess that just motivated me to write more. Awesome. I'm glad that your mom was able to see um, the gift that you had and help you, um, you know, pursue your goal and help you improve your writing skills. So um, I'm, I'm happy about that. Glad to hear that. Um, so now that you are inspired and motivated to write, does it energize you or does it exhaust you? Um, it totally energizes me uh, to write is uh, something we all have been writing since childhood and I guess it all comes naturally to us. Some of us are driven very passionately towards it and uh, some of us just uh, write and some of, some of them write. 
so that's the whole difference the how we uh, take it how if we put it professionally or we take it passionately if it comes from the heart or it comes from the mind or both so i guess uh, uh, that is what which is energizing because it comes from my mind uh, from my heart first and then my mind so i guess that's what energizes me and it helps me to put my thoughts on a right track and be it in the columns or the research papers or the uh, the stories or whatever even if i'm writing a small phrase a statement it just comes from the heart first what you're feeling at a particular point of time and i guess it's the case with all writers it's just what you feel that you want to put it out there so yes it totally energizes Awesome. Awesome. So I know you're energized by writing, um, but what do you consider some of your, or what do you consider a writing kryptonite or some of the kryptonites that you faced um, when you're writing? Uh, the first time I came across this word kryptonite was uh, with regards to uh, Superman, mm-hmm. uh, where mm-hmm. it weakens and it takes away his Pass and kryptonite is now associated with something like that, which weakens and takes the pass or weakens you completely. Something that's your weakness. And um, there was one interview that I had given, and uh, he asked me that you know what is your kryptonite? What is your uh, not exactly kryptonite? He didn't use the word. He said, "What's your weakness?" Mm-hmm. And back then I was about uh, eighteen, and I said. Um, uh, I don't think I have any weaknesses. I think that nobody has weaknesses. Mm. Uh, we have certain things in us that we have to improve on. But I'm sure that that's not our weakness. So uh, that's what I said. And I guess I think we all should believe that, that we are not weak. We have certain things in us that we have to work on and we have to improve on. Um, and uh if we consider it to be our weakness, we are never going to overcome that. I guess um, this is what challenges us as a human being, as um, working people, even if we are not working, if even if we are certain challenges that we face every day and uh, those challenges are not our weaknesses. Those are certain things that we have to develop on and keep on improving. So I guess... Uh, is my career and go of all the weaknesses and all the kryptonites and and i guess that superman would have done the same thing (laughs) okay so what are some things that you recommend to writers who um may be struggling either with writer's block or some other things that get in the way of them you know producing you know positive or um, effective writing Um, something that gets in my way, um, you know, it does not need much of, uh, uh, what do you say? Uh, too much of effort. It was very firstly I've been reading stories since a child, so all that imagination comes all at once. But when it came 
to my novel which was pretty elaborate and it had a lot of details and i had to imagine everything so there was this winter show mansion where uh, the protagonist was staying at and all the details all the details of the mansion were uh, so put so beautifully in that book and i had to remember them as well because i didn't have the picture out so i have to remember how my mansion exactly looked in my mind and then mm-hmm. i exactly put it on the paper and how it could be and what could be different about it mm-hmm. so there were very small details that i could have been stuck at because it's something in my mind and it's not something that i'm seeing so that gets a little difficult when you are you know, when you have to remember it's it's the most okay. difficult thing that something that is in your imagination and mm-hmm. you have to remember that like what did i think when i was thinking that so that's i think one of the most difficult things apart from being stuck at a particular place okay uh, i wouldn't say that it's the writer's block when you are uh, no, not able to think any further i wouldn't consider that as a writer's block because a block is something which is like an obstacle and it does not allow you to cross over but i guess it could be more like a relaxation period mm-hmm. <laughs> and overnight relaxation where you just want to give your uh, mind some sleep and then the next day you are all fresh for a new start to your book and you can just pick up from where you left off and if you ever feel like you uh have writer's block then i guess you just can't continue further at least for me uh, a writer's block would mean would be that that i'm just going to completely leave off and put a full stop and a dead end at that mm-hmm. point so yeah. i haven't experienced a writer's block as yet but i hope that i shouldn't as well <laughs> yeah, yeah. so i really like that you said it you should consider it a relax a relaxation instead of a block because block does have a negative connotation so for all my writers yes. and authors don't refer to it as writer's block call it writer's relaxation per harsha shilam <laughs> <laughs> that's a great perspective thank you for sharing that um so what was your experience like publishing your very first book i know you have five books published so you've been doing this for quite some time um but i would love to know what it felt like to publish your first book what some of your struggles were um what went very well for you and maybe recommendations um for self publishing or um traditional publishing if you could just let us know what that looked like for you for that first short story um uh so when i had a uh, thought of writing and putting down a work like that i had looked back on my childhood and what i thought i lacked in my childhood uh so i did see that uh, as a child when i did face bullying uh i i mean uh, i just went back home crying to my mother saying that this is what has happened i was only 6 years old back then uh i was pretty fat and uh, there were these three older girls who were just one year older to me and practically they were seven and that's not much of an age difference so um they were children too and what they did impacts me to this day but i don't think 
they are aware of it and uh, they did something which is not right and i went through something which is not right as well so um they are children and they needed to know this and i was a child and i needed to know certain things but uh, who was there to tell us that um i had seen a post by a mother and she said that she wants suggestions and recommendations about a book uh, which would allow her girl her daughter her little girl to accept her curly hair uh, probably the girl uh, she has friends with straight hairs and she just does not want to have curly hair anymore and i guess that that affects children uh, so um when i saw that post i was so taken aback that mothers are now looking for such books which are so unconventional there are no fairy tales there's no fantasy no fiction in that though there could be a fictional story behind it mm-hmm. but the subject that we are talking on it is very much the need of the hour teenagers today they just go through so many things uh many of them don't have much to talk about and many of them can't open up to their parents as well uh probably if they had certain books that they could read and look up to characters every one of us has a favorite cartoon there is a reason why we have a cartoon which is so endearing to us it's because somewhere we've related to it somewhere we've endeared to it so that character which is totally fiction fictional it just creates an attachment to uh you know creates an attachment with us and i guess that's what i thought when i was putting out my uh first book and once i got down with my first book um i thought why not a tv show so uh, there are certain creators uh, uh who had come up with indian cartoons and uh, i did a board meeting with them but i was too young and they thought i was a novice so um they said you know i we want you full time on board with us but i said you know i have certain commitments so i may not be able to do that so that didn't go ahead but i guess uh, the point that you've reached so far and uh, that was one challenge but i guess that one day i can put out that tv show which is are uh, still on my mind so that, that's one challenge i faced during that time being a novice because i was too young when i had brought out my first book so um, many people uh, had told me oh you're so young you're mm-hmm. so young for your uh, you're so wise for your age and mm-hmm. uh, i had to hear all of that some very speaking very positively some speaking negatively that you know mm-hmm. you're so young you know you're just a novice and all of that so you're going to write books uh so a certain kind of demeanor that just doesn't go um it just doesn't go according to you so that was one of the challenge apart from that uh, professionally with my book i did have certain problems with the illustrations um because it my it was my first book i guess i got a lot of learning uh, experience i was pretty stressed how the book would come out to be uh, if it did, if it would make it to all the marketplaces of amazon i had a lot of questions but uh, eventually things um, came in place and with every book i guess i've learned something new every time so that's that <laughs> wonderful so i know that your first book was traditionally published um what about your other books did you self publish your other books and if you did both what um what did you see 
well, what were the benefits or the pros and cons of each of those um, publishing versus self-published, traditional versus self? <laughs> um, I think uh, that uh, uh, when you are self-publishing a book, I'm also working on uh, a research that uh, I'm doing for the marketing strategies uh, as a, uh, that you can take if you're a self-published author. So I had derived certain marketing strategies since I'm a marketing student in my master's, uh, what self-published authors can do for getting their books out in the market. So I guess I enjoyed that phase of uh, self-publishing um, where I had the whole grip of the book in my own hands and uh, I didn't have to uh, keep contacting the publisher relating to the book what's the status, what can I do, uh, you know, what's the response. And even the publisher does not always be at your beck and call. They have several things to do and some are very um, lethargic as well. Uh, so I, I felt like self-publishing is more relaxing. It's something uh, because you don't have to trust a third party. You just have to trust on your own self and all your money is rested on you. You are the supreme power right there. And uh, someone who's above you is your customers, your readers, uh, and the little children in my case, who are my readers. Uh, so um, I felt like self-publishing is more nice. So initially when I had gone through traditional publishing, it was only because they had approached me saying, that there is something like this it's an opportunity would you like to take it up and it seemed nice at that time i shared my script with them they liked it and it all then the rest is history uh, but soon they went off air uh, for some reasons and when they left uh, i thought that i had to get my books back on the mm -hmm. shelves uh, so i was looking for certain avenues how i could do it and then when I got to know, then and then that's history too. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, awesome. I'm I'm glad you were able to get your books back and um, take control of that. And I do agree that self-publishing um, is a uh, it gives you more control. Um, like yourself, I did go a traditional route, but I found it um, a little too challenging. Just waiting to hear back from the publisher. Yeah waiting for my books to be ordered and come in and of course splitting the income from the books. So I, now all of my works are self-published and I intend to self-publish any future works as well. So that was my experience with that. So in your, you know, publishing your books, did you work with an editor at all? Um, what was that experience like for you? Any recommendations for other authors and writers and working with editors? Initially, um, when I sent my work to the uh, publishers, they did give me certain reviews on the books, how, uh, on the stories as well, how they were, what could get better. But I, uh, since they were the publishers, they did have a small wing for the editor, maybe one or two people sitting behind the desk. Um, so it wasn't something which is uh, very uh, professional. Uh, but if we... Uh, hire an uh, editor if the author hires an editor I guess a freelancing editor would mm -hmm. be more capable of uh, solving your problems mm -hmm. even if you have a writer's block and you want to just 
pre-hire an editor and just help you solve and get through the book, then I guess that's a great option too. And an editor can be someone who will review your book first, uh, like your first reader. Mm -hmm. And I guess the first readers get a lot of leverage and they give you a lot of self-confidence as well that yes, my book is ready to be marketed. It's ready to reach uh, to the world and uh, uh, I think everyone does need an editor because uh, an editor can be your you know your first step in the books world um, so it's it's just uh, that it is a requirement it is something that can help an author out especially the novelists mm -hmm. because they write so long and mm -hmm. the books are so long they just right. need help and I guess they should take it awesome well i'm glad um that you see the importance of editors i know some authors don't use editors they you know self-edit and of course that's up to you but as an editor of course i always encourage people <laughs> to have a you know a third party take a look at your work because you're so close to the work you miss certain things you assume it says something yes. in your mind and it doesn't necessarily translate to paper um so i would definitely encourage everyone to have an editor or at least a proofreader so you have that yes. third party to take a look at your work for you. So um, I know that you also, you write short stories and novels. Um, which do you prefer writing? Um, when I was a child, I was, I used to read a lot of short stories. And uh, uh, when I had published my first book, I had given the first copy. Uh, to my grandfather for him to read and he finished that within a day or two uh, he was 97 years old at that time uh, about two years back when he passed away um then uh, he i then my second book which was the novel good exists in all that exists when that had come out uh, uh within a span of three months i had got the second book out and when i gave him the first copy i also uh, made a dedication to him as an acknowledgement inside the book and he was very happy and he was all ready to read it uh he opened the book then after a week i went to him i was like do you complete it and he said no it's so boring it's too long i just can't do it i really need a shift uh so i said why but you you know you like reading you read that book in a day but this is like you know this is one story this is the same character this is all the same so um i felt like because he as a reader has been reading short stories all his life and i guess that's what interests him uh he's he just loved the short story more than the novel then again there are certain readers who love a novel over a short story but i guess uh, with when it comes to children i guess short stories do more wonders mm -hmm. and um their attention to grip their attention to get that moral out to them mm -hmm. uh, so that they understand what's the true meaning a short story does the wonders so my recent book which was uh, which i just wrote uh, the adventures of zora noble horror mm -hmm. it was like an inspiration that we all should take from Aesop's fables, uh, the Greek storyteller and fabulist who wrote all of these fables, the tortoise and the hare, the crow and the picture, which we all read as children. Uh, I'm sure you did. Yes. Did you? Yes, <laughs> I did. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I remember that story. 
Yes. Yeah. So uh, he wrote all of those, and he used animal characters, uh, mm-hmm. and he played with the animal characters who were telling a story. So right. uh, this was my first time in short stories that I was using animal characters, and uh, uh, this again I felt like you know animal characters are also something that children would love to read, and they would. uh completely get attached to those characters and they would learn something more importantly so um, i guess short stories are more uh, it just allows you to be more imaginative as well so yeah. i do for writing short stories a little bit more <laughs> so yeah i would imagine that you know i think both will be exciting i've never written a novel i've done one or two short stories and i really did like the fact that it's just straight to the point and then you can move on versus novels you know take a lot more time but thank you for telling us that you prefer short stories and maybe I should start writing some more short stories um, <laughs> one more question um harsha um do you write stories in your native language uh, i haven't yet taken up writing in my native language but i would love to provided i did have an illustrator uh, uh sorry a translator do it for me mm-hmm. uh because of the kind of proficiency that you need in uh, certain native languages and india is a diverse country we go by the tagline unity in diversity because okay. of all the diverse cultures the languages textiles that we have in our country uh so um to come across and to put out the stories in so many different languages mm-hmm. is a challenge right in itself that gives me a writer's block definitely <laughs> <laughs> and what is the native language uh my native language is uh, like my mother is a marathi and my father is a telugu i know to speak hindi as well uh and of course english i did learn a little bit of french recently okay. but i'm not too good at that Okay. So if you speak the native languages that Harsha just mentioned, she's looking for someone to um to oh my goodness, I lost the word. She's looking for translate. someone to yes, to translate. So if you know somebody, uh feel free to contact her. Do you mind giving us your contact information so that um our listeners know where to reach you, Harsha? All right. You can find me on uh www. shilamharsha.com which is spelled s h e l a m h a r s h a.com and also on my facebook page which again reads harsha shilam oh thank you so much it was such an honor to have you on the show it was great talking to you and getting to know you better i hope that you know we will of course stay connected perhaps you can do another interview but thank you again for your time and all of your knowledge and your willingness to join us on editor knows best today thank you so much thank you so much for having me and i guess i am so grateful to be on your show and it was so nice talking to you yeah. uh, i guess uh, this is one of this would be one of my favorite post- podcasts uh, as well <laughs> great glad um just make sure if you're listening you can follow um this show or follow the podcast anchor.fm/editorknowsbest So you can go on there. You can also find me at polandllc.com. I also have Instagram. The handle is at polandllc. Same handle for Twitter. And thank you again for joining us. And you all, um, be safe and be well. Thank you.